Hello and welcome to episode 108 of Kaiju Curry House, the fortnightly show that gives you a healthy dose of Kaiju goodness every other Monday. I'm one of your hosts, Paul Williams. Today I'm joined by the number one Meg fan, Mr. Connor Baxter, and the Loch Ness 2022 runner, Mr. Smokey Joe. Gents, how are you doing this evening? I'm very good. How, very good. How, how's everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> doing just peachy. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about Godzilla Day because yeah. not only you know have I celebrated a birthday, but also Godzilla has. And yeah. while his isn't as important as mine because he's just sixty-eight and I'm you know big four-zero, um, as it's a kind of podcast, we'll talk about the G-Man. But first, Connor, what have Kaiju been up to? Well, Paul. Okay, so I finished reading the first part, The Land That Time Forgot. So oh, there's that. So that's off the bucket list. Now I have two more books to go. Um, but um, after I read it, I decided to actually watch the film adaption of The Land That Time Forgot with uh, Doc McClure. You may remember him from Human Noise. <laughs> okay, I'm not doing that joke. But um, um, but uh, yeah, so I decided to watch it because I'm like, okay, I'm very curious. Is this going to be a straightforward adaption or it's just going to be like a cheesy 70s uh adaption like those tarzan movies pretty much um well apparently it was quite close actually i felt i felt it was very close enough pretty good yeah it was very close enough to the source material aside a few of the differences um which i can imagine might be budgetary reasons and uh the lack of uh knobs the dog unfortunately which uh they kind of like uh, drop the score down a bit for it, uh, for me at least. But um, hey ho, at least I can't make a dead dog joke this episode. So that's that. Um, anyways, um, so I watched uh, that film, and uh, there was actually a few. Um, it was a very close adaptation to the story, um, but there is some changes to it which I did like as well, as especially with some of the characters, like. Uh, the love interest um, <clears throat> having more of a personality than just being damsel in distress. Um, the uh, main villain or antagonist, uh, was it Von Skornvorts, I think his name is, um, actually has a personality in the movie or like uh, there's sort of like a character progression, I suppose. Um, whilst in the book, he's just like straight up evil. Is that a spoiler? I don't care. The book's over 100 years old at this point, but uh, <laughs> um, but uh, oh yeah, the dinosaurs. Yeah, we, can, we can't forget the yeah, dinosaurs. The square may have been taken down, yeah, the lack of a dog, but it, it comes hurtling back up because of puppet dinosaurs, right? They are, um, not only are they puppet dinosaurs, um. Aside the fact that they all look uh, really shoddy for for the most part, um, like uh, I feel like they had a budget and then they kind of wasted that budget. I'm joking, but uh, um, I especially like the pterodactyls that just glide in the air. You know, <laughs> it's just they're like it's almost like they're like plastic model dinosaurs. Like they didn't bother like adding. Yeah, they probably fish. were. Um... Extra um, strings, Connor. Um, like... Connor, I mean, like about them being plastic model dinosaurs, mate. Uh, I feel like I need to break this to you, but <laughs> the majority of dinosaurs and you know pterosaurs and related archosaurs that they portray in films aren't real to begin with. So we'll just get that out of the way. I hate, to, I hate to, but in the nineteen fifties, 
60s, 70s, there are a lot of like models that were used. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't believe it. No. No. Now, now I'm actually very curious if uh, that is an actual uh, pterodactyl kit that you can actually buy, just like a genuine. It probably uh, was. Why, yeah. why would you? Why would you buy it? You are a digital sculptor with a 3D printer, Connor. Sometimes I get lazy, and let's just put it that. Way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but I wonder. I... I wonder, like, how much you can be bought for, though. Like, at what point you're like, no, that's too expensive. We'll do it yeah, myself. Versus, like, is there like a monetary value that like you swing back and forth on? So, like, what at what point does it become a money issue for you? Is like, it's not really a money issue. It's just more a case of if I can be asked or not making one. But uh... <laughs> there must be a file online. I would have thought that's close enough, and then you can just. If not, um, if not, you'll see a brand new Invader design model in the future <laughs> of those pterodactyls. But um, anyways, um, so yeah, um, so I watched that. I'm going to read the people of time forgot before I see the movie um, at some point. Um, that's where it gets, that's where they, they, they go off on separate paths. Okay. Because <laughs> Paul knows what the Winglies are like. You haven't really encountered these yet, but they're just out and out, not in any of the films. Right. I gotcha. Yeah. Oh. I was wondering, they, so is there so there's is there two or three films? There's two films. There's, so there's just two there's films three. of the three books. There's three actually. So there's the land, the people, and then at the Earth's core, which was kind of like a pseudo sequel to people. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Kind, it's kind like of. all the same, it's like all the same people, but nobody was interested because they kind of botched the people that time forgot and it, oh, it's right. just it, it's not as good so oh, it, it didn't have the uh was it we, the weiru so they weren't oh. in the in the second film because i know they're, they're not in the in the earth's core no they weren't in it Ah, uh, that's a shame because that you could they, they, were good. they were cool yeah. yeah you could say the same thing about um has anyone seen Jack the Giant Killer before? Out of curiosity, right? Yeah. So, um, remember it. so this was made around the same time as uh, Sinbad, the Seven Boys of Sinbad, right? Yeah. And it includes stop motion monsters, not by, done by Ray Harryhausen, by the way, but a lot of them are a derivative of Ray Harryhausen's stuff. Yeah. Um, and has the exact same cast as Sinbad, so. <laughs> It does not. I've never noticed that. It's been a while since I watched it, but it I'm going to go back. And... The guy that plays Jack is the same guy that plays Sinbad, and the guy that plays the villain is the same guy that plays the villain in Sinbad. It's brilliant. Oh, Lord. Oh, dear. Um, what else? Um, so, um, I also forgot that I pre-ordered this. This is Godzilla vs. Power Rangers as well. Um I completely forgot I pre-ordered it. Um, it got delayed, apparently, in Amazon, and it just literally came on my doorstep the other day. So, um, yeah, so that's the trade paperback for Godzilla vs. Power Rangers, which um, I haven't read yet, but I'm looking forward to reading. It's a hoot. And I also got this book. This one's probably a bit controversial. This is Ooh. a Kim Jong-il production. Now, um Anyone in the kaiju community knows about a certain film called Pugasari, which was basically a North Korean ripoff of Godzilla, pretty much, which uh, this book pretty much covers, pretty much. And it's about how uh, 
the director and I believe his ex-wife were kidnapped by the North Koreans just to make propaganda films for 10 years. And the last one that they did produce was Pulgasari. In fact, um, I think on the very second page, there he is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm sure this will be an interesting read when I get the chance to, to read it at some point. But yeah, it's really funny because Pulgasari was actually uh, then remade as The Adventures of Galgameth, I think, which was a like. Yep late 90s early no i think it was definitely late 90s film but it was like a kid's film mm -hmm. and uh i remember seeing that when i was younger i thought it was a pretty decent one actually like it was you know person in a suit obviously but i thought it was pretty good yeah mm. yeah to track that one down actually i have heard of Concept it heard of that one. It. <laughs> oh we'll have to get the folks at arrow on it definitely oh, yeah. re-release <laughs> yeah special uh, edition yeah just i don't know yeah just just uh well blackmail arrow just to basically release that set pretty much um if you don't uh release the set uh we will cry. not buy cry. more i don't stuff. think you'd care if you cry <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyways um it's my turn now um so uh joe what have kind you been up to then so last time we did this, I had not been up to very much. So I'm trying to redeem myself now. So I recently went on, I got a little bit of a nerd binge. I uh, I needed like just a comfort film. So I watched, um, oh gosh, now I'm gonna have to look at it. <laughs> the, uh, the Land Unknown. And um, that's an old 19 or 19 somethings black and white film. And it's about um, an oasis in Antarctica and like the crater of a volcano. Life has remained unchanged. An expeditionary party goes out. And it's quite similar to, um, to be fair, the land that time forgot. It's just that, uh, you know, Nazis. So um, there's no Nazis there's... in the land that time forgot either. It's World oh, War sorry. One. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my history. I apologize, everybody out there. Say say Nazis. sorry to the von Schoenborgs. I've got I've got Nazis on my brain though because the kids and I just watched all three Indiana Jones films. So like right. I had to <laughs> I had to explain who these guys were and why they were bad and why Indiana Jones was having such trouble with them, for at least two of the films at any rate. But um, yeah. So uh, anyhow they get stuck in this crater. I think like the most definitive uh, creatures in it are a full-size animatronic plesiosaur with flippers that swam oh. that interacted with the cast, which is a heck of a prop for the time that it was made. So it's worth seeing almost just for that. But then also as amazing as that prop was, there is a horrendous looking guy in a suit, Tyrannosaurus Rex, that just is <laughs> absolutely terrible it's so funny like the tail isn't even long enough to like oh it's just it's something but you know it's a fun movie and i watched it also spent a little bit of money and uh i got a rick defo reel titanosaurus oh you got one yeah yeah i, I pulled the trigger 
So star ace slash X plus are never going to release this dragon until I buy something else from them and deplete all of my funds. So I went ahead and did that. I was not tempted by the green Cyclops, which is limited to 150 pieces, but I did go for the Defo Real Titanosaurus because it has a closed tail. Apparently so, that uh, green Cyclops is actually based on the Japanese poster for Sinbad. It is based on the Japanese poster. Oh, okay. yeah. I just wonder why they did it. Yeah, but I, I do not recall being interested in the poster art version of any creature in Kaijudom, with perhaps one notable exception, the 1990s poster art for uh, the Mechagodzilla, the art poster art that had the variant with like the wings and the missiles and all the cables coming off the arms and everything that looked really rock and cool. But never made an appearance in the film. <laughs> they did make so, a figure of that. They did, yeah. The figure was made. Still, perhaps not as cool as that poster art, but you know, again, like it's just if if I'm gonna enjoy if I enjoy the film, that's what I want the figure of the creature from the yeah. film. So yes. that's what I'd go for. But yeah, so that's kind of what I've been up to. Paul, what have Kaiju been up to on your birthday week? On my birthday week? Well, Happy Joe, birthday, birthday to your you. birthday. Joe, Whoa. you made me a Shrieker to go with was it last year's Graboid. So, uh, everybody, Paul is holding up a Shrieker. It's approximately three inches, four inches tall, maybe five inches long. And I printed that fella, painted it and sent it to him. And it is in scale with the uh, Invader Design Graboid that I painted Who's and that? gave Paul. <laughs> yeah, Connor sculpted that. Uh, he didn't sculpt the Shrieker, but he definitely sculpted the Graboid, which is the best I have been, I have seen anywhere. So I'm going he to still holds that title. <laughs> Pardon? I'm going to up my game now. I'm going to, I don't know, build a life-size Ass Blaster next just to compete. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I have to I have to get one of those plastic uh printers so that I can like print life-size things, you know, like uh I think having a life-size shrieker in the front garden, you know, that'd be pretty great. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean Maybe if you get it to move anyway. a bit as well, that'd be good. Or just just gotta like just challenge me. I've I've said no to side quests for a while now, Paul. <laughs> gotta lay off. Lay off. Oh, Okay, well, other than that, I mean, for my birthday, I did get, I don't know, I didn't get much Kaiju stuff. I got a, like, a handful of Godzilla magnets. Do they, these friends of yours even know you? No. <laughs> well, they probably know that I've got so much stuff. They're like, no, we're not going to buy them that. Fair I mean, enough. I got, like, a, I got a t-shirt that said Made in Japan, and it had, like, some generic monster on it. Um, but, yeah, that was, I didn't really get much Kaiju stuff, so little to report there, gift-wise. Um, I've completed Death Stranding, which I'd previously talked about with um, with Connor in one of the episodes. And as the game progresses, there are some more bigger kaiju in the game. Very cool designs as well. Uh, you could tell that uh, the game's director, Hideo Kojima, was a fan of Shin Godzilla. Because one is like this giant flying whale, I guess is the best way to describe it. And like he opens up his mouth that's got all teeth in and stuff. And then it starts to charge this like purple beam that it then fires out. So it's like it's, it's basically Shin Godzilla, but as a flying whale. 
Um, if you can imagine that, <laughs> probably can't. Groovy. <laughs> but it's very, very funny. It's, a, it's an awesome game. Um, quite a terrifying game at times, but it, it's got some cool creatures in it. And um, yeah, there's also like this giant. There's like a person who's about the same type size as skyscrapers, but he doesn't have a head. He's just got like it's almost like hands, like hands for a head. I don't know. As we say, well, most humanoids do have hands. As we say, but yeah, but not yeah, but no head, but hand heads. Not not like the Pan's Labyrinth hands for the eyes. Although Del Toro is in the game, so he could have helped with um, creature design. I don't know. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, um, speaking of Del Toro, a bit off topic. Um, he um, recently released a clip of uh, his unmade uh, film adaption of uh, At the Mountains of Madness. You know, did he? Okay. Yeah, it's on on Twitter, and uh, there is a creature in that um, one of the penguin creatures from the the story. I guess um, it's just as disgusting and horrifying as you think it would be, and it's a pity that film never got made. So, oh dear. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't know if either of you have seen it, but I've started watching the Resident Evil Netflix series. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I've heard lots of bad things, but I'm really enjoying it so far. And it's telling two stories. So one's before the outbreak, and it's right. like um, it's Wesker's daughters at school, um, and trying to, and they're trying to find out the truth behind Umbrella. And then another storyline, which is the modern day after the outbreak. And it seems that the virus does affect animals. So like the first episode basically has a almost Mothra larvae just kind of attacking. But it's, it's obviously much smaller, but it's still like bus size. Um, and I've seen a giant spider and also the those lickers. They're very, very good. There's an all, I think it's episode three. There's an amazing like um, fight scene where they just start coming out and just grabbing people. And oh, it's fun. I'm really, I don't know why it's got such bad reviews because I think it's great so far. Generally, horror films don't get great reviews. And the thing is, is Resident Evil is such a well known property. They're probably looking for like new and innovative ways to bring that story out. And what you just mentioned of having two simultaneous storylines, that's really inventive and it's really cool. And it's certainly a hook. But at the same time, your audience has to be able to like dissect those storylines and follow both of them at the same time. A lot of folks won't follow two television shows at the same time. So when you have one show that has two different timelines in it, kind of like The Witcher, that first season of The Witcher, that was like one of the main complaints about that. And then, then the second it? season, yeah, one of, they even make fun of it in the second season of The Witcher um where like one of the guys is talking to the bard and he's just like ah oh, you know i i've heard your earlier work i didn't like the multiple timeline stuff it was confusing and he's just like, oh yeah all right, all right okay uh -huh. but i think that those would probably be your big things it's probably got a high gore factor it's a yeah. property that's well established and they're just going to be retreading old ground and then the next thing is going to be the double plots now i myself I think I saw like one Resident Evil movie way back. In yeah, the day. it's nothing so, to do with the films. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, fair enough. But if I was to come into this series having not seen Resident Evil before, it's all new for me. Yeah. So I'd probably have like a lot of surprises and stuff. So for me, it would probably be better. But the people that are going to be reviewing it are going to be either people that aren't passionate about the intellectual property. Or they're going to be people who know about it. More likely, so, the latter. I so think. The, I have. think the problem is that people are passionate about it, and they're saying, "Well, this isn't faithful to the games, or this isn't faithful to the movies." So, what I'm getting, yet another 
completely different storyline based in that universe and i think well maybe i don't want that but so well, i think like it's quite good to have a refreshing i don't know what's going to happen even though i've like played the games and watched the films it's sort of like comic book movies as well at yeah. this point yeah yeah they've just, just kind like... of taken that that source material and just going trying to go in a new way source material what's that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah there's some some zombies some monsters yeah sure but um we'll, we'll just have that and that's that's pretty much it and, and the name obviously which is how they try to get people into it yeah but, there we go but no i'm just gonna say ignore the negativity if, if you um fancy something different well if you fancy a, a cool tv show i'd say give it a go if you're up for a laugh there you go yeah you like some gore <laughs> So but anyway, anyway, Godzilla sorry, day. it's it's Godzilla's. It's not Godzilla Day anymore, but it was on the third of November. So um, let's take a quick break and then come back to talk Godzilla Day. Fine. Hello and welcome back to Kaiju Curry House. This is episode one hundred eight, and we are now going to go over some Godzilla Day stuff. We waited a week, made sure that everything that was going to get released has been. And now we can talk about it. Thank God. Joining us tonight are Connor and Paul, who has a giant disapproving space chicken behind him on his background. So there we go. So I think the first thing that we need to talk about are the two Gigan, Gigan, space chicken, Rawr! monster um, shorts that Toho released and uh, what we think of them. Gents, mm -hmm. where do we want to start on that? I want to start with a complaint. That they oh. released the Gigan Rex short on its own on YouTube, but the Godzilla versus Gigan, whatever it's called, just always just that didn't. It hasn't been released separately. You had to find it in the live stream, and it's what seven hours forty five minutes in or thereabouts. Yeah. I think it's like near the end as well. It's so... right at the end. It's like, it's like, I don't know why they didn't just put it on their YouTube channel as a separate. Because that's all the people would watch. They got to get all that great advertising in. Yeah. yeah, so like, I, I think it was Matt Frank put on Facebook like it's this time slot because I'm not going to watch eight hours to try and find a six minute short. Well, I don't think that Toho's figured out yet that everybody just fast forwards to the rubber suit <laughs> fight. I think that that I think that, that that still hasn't checked in as evident by that uh, that tactic. But yeah, we all just fast forwarded to the monster fight. Yeah, for all but, of you who but I would have missed this, it because I I didn't. I didn't see that for days after. I saw Rex first because it came up on the YouTube channel. I watched that and I thought, I could have sworn they were doing another one. And it, yeah. See, I, I was, I was, one of those, I was one of those stupid people that watched the whole stream live. So it was like four o'clock in the morning until, what, seven, I think? Yeah. You didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. You're uh, a more cool. super fan than me. What? Oh, man. Um, yeah, so I was just, you know, I'm watching this and like I'm half asleep at the same time. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, guy again. Well, I'll tell you what, on the uh live action rubber suit uh one with the final wars Godzilla, which I thought was an interesting decision. Um it's really we left finally, over from Hedora, wasn't it? We uh yeah. we we finally got to see Gaigan fire his laser eye. Mm -hmm. Yep. That that was yeah. a thing that like never really was shown and then the buzzsaw chest fire like it, it made a recurrence and then gigan's claws surprisingly I liked, resilient. I liked the claws. yeah surprisingly really cool. resilient and then 
I think it's kind of silly because like they had him slicing through buildings with them. But the thing is, is like they're round. They aren't flat. So like <laughs> the fact that the buildings just slid off yeah. because it looks like like no that that's not how it's like a samurai sword cut it wasn't it <laughs> yeah it, those aren't flat claws they're they're quite sphere not spherical but you know like they have dimension to them so yeah. that looks cool oh yeah that oh, whole that's cool thing that they were yeah. going through and i'm just sitting here going like okay five-year-old me would have loved that but like adult <laughs> me which is the demographic they're going for i see that claw and i'm just like no, no don't wait it would have done that don't question it's a cyborg chicken don't question how it cuts see, things see uh, uh, in regards to the final it, it actually cuts things many different ways it slices <laughs> it dices <laughs> it has a buzzsaw belly in regards to like the final war suit like i get that they want a continuation from the hetero shot which they do reference in the live action gigan yes shot. yes they did they? um but the advertising for Godzilla Day shows the brand new 1954 suit that uh, they made recently as well, with uh, Gigan being in the Godzilla's reflection. So I was thinking, like, oh, uh, are we going to get that suit, this new Showa suit, versus this other new Showa suit? No, no, no. Um, that would be silly, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, but uh, we're suited. Monsters are not silly under any circumstances. Minya. <clears throat> Anyways, um anyway, I, I overall I thought it was really good. It was an improvement over last year's Hedora short. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. I yeah, love that yeah. because before in Hedora it was it was scroll the camera was moving across, wasn't it? And you kept getting blocked by buildings and chimneys and everything. You couldn't see the fight. Whereas this time, although it did it a little bit, it was going through the buildings and there was a glass pane. So you could see the monsters. And all the that little, was the best part. All the detail all, like, the inside, and everything. Yeah, yeah, so much detail in that. It was yeah, and then you'd you'd see it go past the um, uh, that tower was, and then it then gets sliced. You see it fall down. I was like, oh, this is you know they've they've built upon what they did last year, and they've taken criticism, and it's I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah taken really criticism good. and done an amazing job. They just need a unified marketing department. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's a very funny bit in that short as well is when Godzilla takes out the laser eye as well. Uh, just punches it today. Yeah, and it's just like he's about to use it and then he's like, yeah. <laughs> it just they sparks. Did, yeah, yeah. They, they do seem to have a lot of personality, don't they? Mm. Oh, yeah, just react, like Godzilla's done his, his um, atomic breath and Gigan's just blocked it with his claws because it's like that normally works. <laughs> maybe yeah. this is like a uh, response to like the final wars fight with Gigan because that fight with Gigan and Godzilla in that film is very disappointing you know after all that build up with Gigan and he gets one shot you know yeah that's true but yeah. I do love that design oh yeah all all the monsters in final wars it was very yeah uh, one get one shotted I mean I feel like you're attacking the wrong part of that movie <laughs> <laughs> no but it's like you know Gigan is like you know, he was in all the trailers, he was like getting really pushed and all that. And there's like, oh no, never mind. <laughs> Where were you that you got to see the trailers for that film before you watched the film? Wasn't it included? I remember seeing the trailers yeah. before that. I remember seeing the trailers getting really hyped, thinking, this is it, they're going big budget. There's been loads Kingdom. of stuff. Total Kingdom at the trailer for Final Wars. Um oh golly. <laughs> yeah. I remember that the Barry's Temple of Godzilla days. Mm. Oh yeah. 
ancient yeah. times. It's before Connor was born. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. anyways, um, Joe, what did you think of the film? Did did you like it? Yay or nay? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, Just mm. I did like it, but it was uh-huh. missing one crucial element. One very crucial element. There wasn't a hippie with an ear of corn. <laughs> oh, people. the corn. He thought it was corn. He thought it was a gun. <laughs> corn guy didn't make an appearance. It would have been great to like see him all grown up, like in his apartment or something, like reheating the corn or whatever, you know, like with his bandana. Like would have been amazing. Is the guy you know, still like, alive though? That's uh possibly not. Yeah, but know. you know, like how many Star Wars characters haven't been alive or you know, like haven't been young enough or whatever. I mean, I feel just like someone way... who looks you could just have the back of someone's head with a wig yeah. and then, like them holding they, up they the could, corn. Could, like that's just, all you uh... needed. They can just do a Peter Cushing and just do a really terrible CGI head. There you go. Um. <laughs> Another thing I liked, um, the ending where he blows him up and it's raining golden feathers. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was, that was a, uh, a nice little effect there. Space yeah. chicken! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so... like, oh, look at all these golden bits. And they realise, oh yeah, there's people down there and they're all getting <laughs> crushed to death by these just metal plates. Uh, so... Paul, did you like it? Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, as you said about the the bustle, we we do see Godzilla get hit a fair bit. Like it's you know gets yeah. his cut in the face, doesn't it? It gets chainsawed in his chest. Like, Godzilla yeah. versus Gigan was one of the bloodier Showa films, to be fair. I mean, there wasn't any blood spraying, but you saw that he was wounded. Yeah, no, no, no veins or arteries were hurt. I, no, I, I kind of wish now they brought back the Angiris Final Wars too, just so we can get that close up and get him buzzed in the face. Oh. <laughs> no, Angiris's face is just like a no-go zone after the Showa films. They did too many things to that poor guy's face. <laughs> Connor, did you like the short? Yes, I did like the short very much. Um, the only thing I could say I don't like is the Final Wars suit. I think it's had better days. That's about it. You know, really. Um other than that, you know, I really think the suit makers did a, a cracking job recreating Gigan from scratch, you know, um, which, um, if I'm correct, that was kickstarted, I think. I yes. think there was a kickstarter. Yeah, they they, they got suit. the public to pay for that suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Soho don't have much money. So. Yeah. Meanwhile, here's Super Raya Productions of Ultraman just constantly every year remaking the same show of suits to, to bring back. Oh dear. So I was wondering in the the credits for that short, were all the backers in there? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. Because I did a... notice a few no- I saw Matt Frank's name was in there. Yeah, I think he was a backer. I think so I don't I'm know assuming there were there were a handful of like English names. I was thinking, oh, you know, these must have been the people that backed it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Wish I backed it now. When when they do when they do the, the Terror of Mechagodzilla short, I am I am there for getting my name in the credits. So that, I mean, you listen, you listen, Toho. I am there for that tier. Well, that, so are they going to do this each year now? Uh, have they now set a precedent that's two years in a row? Are, are we going to expect the? Was it? Do you say it's Megalon and Toho's Jaguar? General marketing of the Godzilla franchise has really ramped up in recent years. I think after Shin Godzilla and the MonsterVerse, they really figured out that this is a thing. This is a cash cow that they need to be milking. So, I, I mean, it's been appearing everywhere. There are different brands of clothing that he's, he's appeared on. We've got hot sauces. We've got foods. We've got a whole bunch of things because it's a worldwide intellectually, you know, known property. And they, it, it'd be silly for them not to take it forward now. 
And I think that this era of keeping certain Godzilla things reserved just for the Japanese audiences alone, I think that, that era is coming to a close. As yeah, you know, like good. as 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 you know, like internet uh, has made you know like so many different things available, all the conventions, all of like the different releases that they do, and even if they didn't make it publicly, you know, like displayed, someone at the conventions would leak it. And then Toho would miss out on like revenue or a chance to like actually show yeah. it themselves. So I think that the era of being able to do that is done. They've recognized that and they're just taking it forward now. But that aside, but, there's a red space chicken too. Yes. Yeah. He's but, he's he's a spicier flavor. He's an uncooked space chicken. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. I mean he's he's a spicy space chicken. I'm he's not sure how I feel Rex. about him. Mm-hmm. It yeah. has a very Evangelion feel to him. Yes, um, he's he's totally a space chicken angel. Is yeah? Is he, got, is, he a, is he still a space chicken? Um, yes, they're all yeah. space chickens. I don't know if they're he's all space, space rooster. He's a space rooster. Rooster. Okay, yeah. He just yeah, uh, his his body shape seems different enough that he could be a different species of cyborg. He's he's space rooster. Yeah, we, we I'll, just I'll leave it that. We'll just need a scene for the way eggs, and that we'll call it day there. But he's um, got a really cool, he's got a really cool eye too, and like his tummy. Sorry to spoil this for you folks, but like he shoots lasers out of his tummy too. Oof. It's crazy. Yep. Some care bears. You don't want to be giving this guy cuddles. I'm telling you what. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I don't think you want to give any of the monsters in the Godzilla series no. cuddles unless you want. But for me, about though. a door at radiation related diseases. What about Minya? But... Little Minya, Dream Minya. Yeah, that would work out. No, Minya's creepy. I don't want near him. <laughs> um, you can just hear the dubbing now. Come give me a hug. <laughs> I'm coming to get you. <laughs> That's my dad. Godzilla. Yes, what? he can breathe underwater. I'm going to gut you like a fish. <laughs> Ooh, just went dark there. Sorry, children. Oh, dear. <laughs> but yeah so uh yeah so we, like we, and rex yes um yeah um yeah that it was more yeah. shock value but none of the charm i feel really um why do you say that ooh, ooh. well okay so we had we had new designs um we had slick cgi presentation um but the development of the kaiju characters like you pointed out paul like the characters of gigan and godzilla with the suits on them and their battle you could tell that there was like a definite characterization going on yeah and it was a scrap like they both got bloodied they both got hit etc whereas gigan rex it looks visually it's great um you have it on a background right now for our listeners who can't see it you can check it on youtube but paul has a screen cap of gigan rex behind him and the sky in that short looks mm. amazing that looks beautiful CGI, doesn't it? the clouds everything yeah it looks great the lighting is spectacular for a cgi short and the design work is really good it, it both uh harkens to the original designs and it takes them in a new way forward but the problem is for me is that the fight is too choreographed. So there are things that you can pick out. So in the live action short that Toho did, I mean, both of these are Toho, but Toho went forward and actually had their production team make that live action short. 
the claws going through the building. That's the thing that your mind and your eye pick out. Like, that didn't quite work. But when everything is so choreographed in that fight, so like in the, in the Guy and Rex fight, I'm saying. So one example that I'll take is one of the minion Gigans. So again, sorry, spoiler folks, but one of the minion Gigans, which we interpret as regular Gigan, he's the, like, what do you want to call it? Uh, metallic blue, yellow, and silver space chicken that we all know and love. That is just a minion Gigan in the short. Godzilla like grabs him by the tail, which one, this is a flying creature and you'd think i mean like i have trouble hitting fruit flies and i'm ginormous compared <laughs> to them and i should be able to like hit one of those but you know like godzilla grabbing gigant's tail which has spikes on it which in theory is a smooth scaled surface you know all this stuff like one he just catches it so easily slams it on the ground and then stomps its head doesn't even look at it oh no he's he's on a rampage isn't he i know i know i know, I know that's the like, uh that's the best scene in the whole animation. I think. Okay. Find. okay. Yeah, everybody, just... picked, everybody has picked that scene out as like, that's cool. Godzilla at his best, man. But would a monster do that? Or would like John Wick do that? <laughs> and while it has like this really cool vibe to it, that's not a realistic fight. And the character that comes through there, it, it, it's not character because, again, it feels too staged. So, like, if Godzilla had, like, dragged Gigan out of the sky, you know, suspension of belief that he can do that, first of all, because, like, whatever power is keeping a giant kaiju in the air, because it's clearly not using its wings, Godzilla's strong enough to overcome that so easily with one hand? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair <laughs> enough. Suspension, well, you... of suspen suspension of disbelief. And then he slams Gigan down, Gigan, which flies quite quickly when it needs to, doesn't get out of the way for this massive reptile about to stomp its head, let alone it could have moved its head out of the way. But I'm just saying, like, that Gigan wasn't trying to escape. It had no personality of its own. It was just like a drone. But yeah. Gigan in the Showa films and in that short has always been full of personality so to have that guy again just so quickly dispatch and as a creature it wasn't fighting for its life or anything if godzilla had had its foot come down and like destroyed one of the arms and then that guy again was like clawing its way away and then godzilla hit with a beam that would have been like a poignant death that would have had personality that would have been felt but here when each guy again kaiju dies i didn't really feel anything is and that because there's it's multiple Gigans. There, there, there's there's yeah. always just been one, whereas this case is almost trying to express the fact that they are just drones. And yeah, they okay. are, it's, it's so that's horde. why he's defeating them, yeah. It's a horde pretty much, you know. It's, uh... So, okay, we'll take that on board. But whenever Toho previously has done multiple monsters versus one Godzilla, has it felt... Like, no, like, has it has it ever felt so low on characterization? Just think back. Like, we have destroy all monsters. I, I'm willing to bet I either one of you to that. No, 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 no. But like, just, okay. But just like, just let's. Just, I'm using this on a different level here than what you're probably thinking. But you can probably think in your mind, like you remember what each one of like the main monster characters did. Like each bit, it, every solid hit that one of those creatures got on King Ghidorah in that film, you can probably remember most of them of the character yeah when you think back about this short 
let's irrespective of how many Gigans were they were, drone Gigan, minion Gigan, Gigan Rex, whatever. Can you name one hit other than Gigan Rex, what he did, because he's the new one? Do you remember any of the hits the other Gigan's got? Can you remember them off the top of your head? Oh, no. No, not no about... you can't. You watched it just recently. And but I'll compare this to more Godzilla versus Megagirus. I, I can't think said... what all the individual ones did. I would have said destroyer that's a bit unfair. Well. There were there were thousands of miniature Megagirus, Paul. I well, mean, there like must that, have been that's... what 20, 20 Gigans in this short, isn't there? There's quite a lot, and they all look okay. exactly the same. Oh, Paul, you, you can't say that. Well, well, they are all. You, can, you can't say that. What? They, I can't. They say that they all look the same. No, <laughs> they're, not... they're individuals. Don't do that. They are all individuals. Hush <laughs> now. <laughs> they're robots. <laughs> What is this podcast? <laughs> Connor, give us some positivity. Um, I like the CGI. There you go. Uh, <laughs> now you're sounding like Paul. Paul sent you no, fiber before this podcast recording. Because Connor, you sounded quite disappointed when when Joe spoke negatively about this short. So tell us, you you enjoyed it a lot, didn't you? It's yes, good. I, it's good. I, it's just it doesn't have the charm. It has all the visual effects, none of the charm. I thought. It was the better of the two shorts. I'm going to be honest. That's my opinion. I really did like Guy. Guy Is Rex. this because you weren't half asleep and you didn't have to wait eight hours for it? <laughs> no, it was one of the earlier. It's one of the earlier. But those might have been contributing factors. <laughs> Gigan Rex was showing earlier than the the, uh, the Gigan short, but um, so I think it was probably about what, five o'clock in the morning when they showed that. But okay, um, much better. Yeah, much much better than four o'clock. But. <laughs> um, at that point, Connor had his cup of tea by then, but um, yeah. Um, no, um, I do... You a hobby, dude. <laughs> um, well, one of the things that I, I like Gigan's designs, for instance, because I really... It's like, the, for instance, the drone Gigan's, for instance. You know, I like it when people design stuff, modernize it, but you can still recognize what it is, pretty yeah. much. It right? is great design work. Yeah, and it is a fan design, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and you know, and yeah, and uh, same with Godzilla as well. Godzilla's design, um, I also like. It's almost like a Heisei mix, and we'll get back to that in a second because uh, there's a potential strong link with this short and the Heisei series for those that have been uh, keeping track, I guess. Um, the actual short itself, you know, like, it's just a fun short, you know, it's, it's like, uh, you're not expecting any sort of deep plots with this, you know, it is literally just um, Godzilla fighting Gigan, you know. Um, I like, one of the things I like about the Gigans in this is that um, it really shows off that they're alien, pretty much, right? You know, like... Uh, like the show series, you know, it's just like space chicken hooks with a buzzsaw. That's about it. Not really. I think Gigan's a pretty original concept for the show series. I mean, it's, no, not no, a giant, I'm... it's not a giant bug. It's not a dinosaur that just <laughs> wanders about. I I'm mean, not... like, when we like, drill down into this, I'm not saying that Gigan's inventive one. I'm not saying that Gigan is not an original design, though. Far from it. He is um, one of the better show designs. Um, but I'm saying, like, this is, like, the first time in, like, an actual, like, piece of Godzilla media where he has actually felt like an alien, I guess, you know. Especially, um, 
like like uh, was there was mentioned, you know, Gigan Rex is the eyeball that pops out within his chest. You know, it's got the weird. You can see it with his tummy. Yeah, um, he's got the weird whip hands, I guess. And then the They're actual cool. the other Gigans, you know, they've got the buzz saws, but it's like the gold bits on Gigan's chest like retract, and then you know this the the saw just juts out like that. Like, oh my god, what the hell? Um, but uh, yeah. Um, and especially like you know, like the uh, the little beam beam attack at the end of Godzilla as well, which um, I thought was pretty cool. I guess um, you know, I'm always up for Godzilla having like a new like attack or something. I guess I don't know. Just uh, it's entertaining, yes. Um, but uh, going back to like the um, the Hasty series, so. There's a lot of like um, theories going around that um, it's potentially a sequel to the Hasty series. So basically, uh, what happened next, right? For a few reasons, you know, it reuses the same sound effects from the Hasty series, including Godzilla's roar. Um, it references a few of the Hasty films, including like some of Godzilla's attacks, as well as. Uh, the blatant reference to Godzilla vs. Destroyer at the start, where you see him like uh, mm -hmm. sort of like roaring up against the, the lights or whatever, right? But um, I think what one thing that people have uh, sort of um, uh, missed out on was uh, the opening narration, right? So the open opening narration talks about how it's been almost a quarter of a century since Godzilla was last seen, right? which is roughly around the time Godzilla vs. Destroyer came out, pretty much, you know. So there's that. But the person doing the narration is Megumi Odaka, who played Miki Sagusa in the Heisei series. So there's that potential link as well. So whether or not it's an actual sequel to the Heisei series, and that this is junior, I guess, as people call it, um... Who knows? But if it is, then that's kind of neat, I guess. It's like one of those, like, it is but isn't sort of things you just make it up, I guess. Um, but at least if it is Godzilla Jr., at least he's one up his, his old man in one respect. He has an extra finger. <laughs> For some reason... <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, um, this is just me noticing it, that this Godzilla has five fingers for some reason. You know, so... Um, you four finger purist. Give sorry. a high five. Yeah. That's well, that's cool. how that's how he was able to grip onto Gigan when he was in the air. You know, it's like there's that extra digit that just allows him to like properly. That's really grip interesting because Toho's usually really good at catching these details and like proving like every little thing before something goes live. Mm -hmm. The fact that they missed one of his digits, which has been something that like Godzilla has had since his, in his inception, three fingers and a thumb. Yep. Wow. Yes. I didn't catch that when I was watching it, honestly. Yeah. And it's, it's even more visible when you look at the uh, the merchandise, I guess, because they have released figures of uh Gigan Rex. Yeah. So uh not only has these fans managed to actually get an official short, they're getting figures made out of their fan creations pretty much at this point. Um but yeah, the extra digit is visible on the toys as well. So yeah. Which um um because of Toho's deal with Bai, I believe, um 
the, you can now uh, buy stuff from the Godzilla store, which was Japan exclusive originally, internationally now. So if any of our UK listeners or uh, US listeners wants to buy um, Godzilla toys from the Godzilla store, you can now. So, yeah. Um, I spent 56 quid on those figures. How many did you get for that? Hmm? Two. Two. <laughs> yeah. But, but is it both Gigans or a Godzilla and Gigan Rex? Or? It's just Godzilla and Gigan Rex. Unfortunately, they uh, haven't done the, the drone Gigan yet. Um, but uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Christmas is next month. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, what do we think of this uh, short? Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Paul, you like it? I some reservation from Paul. Yeah, I mean it was CGI. He's gonna say yes, but no, no. Um oh, so shock. the initial the, the drone diagons where there's the, there's multiple ones, it's it's like the original one, but not quite. His body shape looks a bit odd. I didn't really like that. I think they should you have don't kept like it. Dad bug again. I think they should have left him let let Gigan Rex you know have the different body shape. Just I don't know. To me, when I watched this, I was like, huh, that's neat. It's kind of like a cutscene from a game that they could have done so much more with it. It was so condensed that it was just battle, 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 boom. It's like a trailer. They could have made this like 20, 30 minutes long easily. Have some human characters explain what's happening, why all these Gigan are appearing, who Gigan records. It could have been a full film. It's just, it seems. Well, there is a full film. Um, it's is a there? few decades old now, but you know, like you're welcome to go and watch What's it. What's that? All. It's called Godzilla versus Gigan. No, okay, it's, it's great. Yeah. Great. Okay. It's got. It's got well, I, uh, I think this could be a sequel and... where they discover that Gigan's been destroyed, and so they now send more of them after him. It's like Independence Day, and whatever the sequel was called. Twenty years later, of that sequel. That's like the worst sequel. <laughs> I don't like that sequel. That's awful, so isn't it? Anyways, it's we that. that's what I want to see. I want I want the aliens coming back, and now they've got that they're back in greater numbers, and they've got a new leader. Because over it's 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 fun. I did enjoy it, but I think, as you said, it's lost the character that the live action one had, and the design. I'm not. I'm happy with Rex being different. I'm not so happy with the original guy and being different. So it's uh, a, you turned forty, yeah. and now you've got. I want live action. I want the original design. So I mean, my goodness, you've turned into me. How did this <laughs> happen, Paul? But um, yeah, so for my take on it, I, I do like it. I think it's a fantastic short. Um, but do I prefer it to the one with the live action suits? No, I don't. And it goes to, it, it's, it's perfectly choreographed and it has the cool moments, but those aren't the things that happen in like a real scrap. And I feel like that kind of detracted a bit of it from me or for me. So, yeah, it's a great short. By all means, go yeah. watch it. Oh, yeah, Whoever, go, go, go know, watch it before it's taken it, down. Immense, immensely talented. So. Watch both of them, actually. Yeah, watch them both. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, this so, one is just so many cool moments that it no, almost nothing stands out because it's just, yeah, cool shot after cool shot after cool shot. Just so, remember to download it before Toho takes it down. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, because so, actually, how long before Hedora got taken down? Was it 11, 10, 10, 11 months? Or was it less than that? I think it was a week. 
<laughs> what kind of pirate sites are you watching, Paul? Well, no, I Anyways. just remember. I don't know. Anyway, just yeah. Watch Wars. it before it gets. Watch it before it goes. Yeah, Both we have only so much time, and we have to talk about all the other cool Godzilla Day stuff. Yeah. Oh god, there was so, so much. I mean, how do you want to do it? Do you want to just run through it, Joe? Do you want to hit us? You you run through it. You've no doubt got a list in your mind. I'm I'm excited about two things, really. Okay. Well, we know we'll for it. Um, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla got a, a release in the cinema, didn't it? But that was very select cinemas. Um, you mentioned the hot sauce, Joe, didn't you? The the well, cybernetic been around for ages, but yeah. The cybernetic slasher hot sauce was the oh, new special one. I think they released mm-hmm. for for Gigan's um, anniversary. Um, there was a giant sandwich. There was. I feel like oh. I feel like we're we're just going over every little bit of merch. I oh, am. Yeah. Crunchyroll had some new stuff. Um, we go broad strokes here. Mondo strokes. had some new some new merch. There was there was loads of stuff. There's you, always new merch. Now this is the thing we can't keep up with it on the podcast. However, UK wise, yeah, UK wise, UK wise. We had um, Yokocho, I believe is the restaurant name in London, the ramen yeah. restaurant, where previously they had a Godzilla-themed menu, and that's come back for the month of November. So if you go to London, you can get a... The London a, Science Museum. And the London Science Museum has... <laughs> um, you can now get a photo op with a King of the Monsters statue, and they have some exclusive merchandise for sale in their shop. Mm. basically hoodies that say Godzilla but we want we want oh no it's um it's it's um (laughs) basically the the old-fashioned like movie posters and um and mugs and toys so they they got some stuff there so go have some ramen go to the museum if you're in you know London always visit a museum by all means yeah Yeah, when, when they said they were coming to the museum we thought there might be a bit more but it seems no there's there's a model for photos and merch which is a shame. Could have could have done a bit more than that. Yeah. So, oh, well. any uh, movies go- coming out, Paul? Any any cool movies announced? Any cool movies announced? Yeah. Anything hinted? Yeah. Godzilla related? Anything? Um. I mean, I think there was a, a like a G that looked like a Godzilla, and that's all we know. It's yeah. Pretty... Someone accidentally dropped a brush full of black ink on a white canvas. Like they covered up the Godzilla stuff that's supposedly coming out. But we know nothing. It's literally just. It's, so it's coming out what third of November twenty twenty three. This is less than the footprint that they gave for Shin Godzilla. To be it's, fair, it's G for Gigan, obviously, because it's Gigan. Oh yes. <laughs> it's a year, less than a year out now, and all we get is this little squiggle. Yeah, they've really um, kept the lid on that. They they? Re- they they did really well. Yeah. Yeah, so allegedly, apparently, the walking title for it is Godzilla Zero. Apparently, oh and yes, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. so there, there's a prequel. Yeah, allegedly a prequel. Apparently, it's supposed to take place during the Second World War or just not long after it. But um, I guess we'll have to see. Maybe the internet that would lies. Probably make it among my top Godzilla films. To be fair, I I, I would love a Godzilla prequel. Yeah, or we could watch Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah and just call it there. But uh... <laughs> is it, it going to be Monster Zero? Well, that's are we going to get Ghidorah yet again? Yeah, would it surprise you? You know, it, it wouldn't surprise honestly, me. I, th- I think like Japanese troops on an island. I think Japanese troops on an island encountering Godzilla during World War Two. I mean, like that's a film in and of itself. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's got a lot to live up to after Shin Godzilla. It's been directed by the guy that did the recent ride. Um, uh, short, I guess. Okay. Uh, not the Evangelion ride. The uh, the one that's got King Ghidorah and Rodan. Oh, right. in it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and he also directed uh, that small sequence in, what's it called? Uh, it was like a Japanese comedy or something. It has Godzilla in it in the intro for like Always five Sunset minutes. on Third Street or something like. Yeah. I was about to say Always Sunny, but that's a, that's a completely Always different show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see, because this guy has been wanting to do Godzilla films for ages. So um, I, I'm very interested to see what his actual full-on take on the King of the Monsters will be, honestly. You know, um, yeah. I, I'm hyped for another Japanese Godzilla film. I just, we just know so little about it that any that's, Japanese that's the, that's the best fun bit about it, honestly. Any Japanese Toho film is uh is welcome, I guess, you know. Um, because uh I don't know, I'm getting bored of the monsterverse at this point. I want to see more Japanese stuff. Well, speaking but, of uh, which, we now know it's what Godzilla and Kong and Kong like, and Kong, best yes, buddies now, they're, they're friends. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be a bromance. It's a bromance. It's just, uh, it's just them just doing the just fun things together, like they go for barbecues. I mean, like the last last weekend, they kick the the football or something. The last one just ended on such a cliffhanger. I mean, like you have Godzilla wading off into the sunset and Kong sitting there longingly staring after him. I mean, like there's such unrequited love going on there. Godzilla. Where will I go? What shall I do? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> uh, my dear, I don't give a screalk. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, no, that looks good. We have a series coming out. We still have another Kong series coming out on Disney Plus. I mean, like the next uh, year. There's going to be so much stuff. Stacked. We're going to be bored oh, of so it. excited. We're going to be the cool kids now. You know that, right, Paul? No, it took a few decades, but we're finally <laughs> the cool kids. We're in with the in crowd. Yeah, it's like take that school bullies. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what else? Uh, a lot of toy announcements as well. Yeah, so, um, we had the SH Monsters Gigan, which got announced, um, which Looks fantastic. If you want to spend an arm and a leg on the figure, go for it, I guess. Um, or I could just, you know, just sell for the Bandai's, I guess. But um, um, we also got an announcement that we are getting a reissue of the Godzilla 84 Bandai as well. Um, now, uh, for any Godzilla collector, they'll know that this figure was originally part of the Memorial Box, which was released around the time of Godzilla's 50th anniversary. So it's nice that uh, Toho is finally releasing this figure as a standalone figure, at least. So it's nice to see that. And it's a fairly decent sculpt as well, come to think of it, for Bandai. Um, But I feel sorry now for those that have been trying to buy these 84 figures loose from the memorial box and have been spending like over £100 just to buy this one figure, when now you can just buy it for like 20 So, you know, so... um, we had that's the Super a... 7 announcement as well. Yep, that's right. Yep. We've had we a few a Super 7 announcements, but um, yeah. yeah. Um, especially like the uh, 
the second batch of like the reaction figures. I think. Oh cool. yeah, I really yeah. enjoy what they do with those. Those are fantastic because they're not they're like a decent price point and like you get a lot of fun stuff out of there. Yep. Um, even though I don't collect them, like uh, the one figure in the second wave that has caught my eye is the Mecha Godzilla, right? Because we are getting a Mecha Godzilla figure, which is based on the first film that he's in, where he's like half. Godzilla half Mega Godzilla, I guess. So it's like, yeah. And I've always wanted to figure like that. I mean, Japan did release a fake Godzilla figure not long ago as well, but it's kind of hard to find these days. Um, like they did this weird pack thing where they uh they had like uh, the fake Godzilla figure that came in like a pack of like five of five identical figures, but they're like each one of them is like more translucent than the other. And the second pack with Mecha Godzilla, which again translucent until it's opaque, you know. And the idea is you line them all up so it looks like it's Mecha Godzilla um, transforming or something. I don't know, something like that. I don't know. Just... <laughs> yeah, It'd be cool to see like X Plus. I mean, like X Plus hasn't X Plus just recently announced the Legion figure too, so that's going to be like a bank buster. But uh... I think that they did such a great sculpt on the Shawa Mechagodzillas that they could really do like a transforming, you know, like we're in the process of transforming Shawa Mechagodzilla and it'd be an amazing figure. I mean, like you could, you could have the Rick version, like uh, what is it? Um, like flames or something around it or whatever. But mm. I think that would be a fantastic uh, potential offering that they could put out someday. Speaking no. of uh, Mecha Godzilla as well, we also have the Soldier Gokin uh, Kiryu that's coming out, um, which um, I believe is a reissue of an older figure that was released a while back. Um, these are die-cast metal figurines, by the way. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so um, or at least there's some parts of it which is actual legitimate metal or whatever, but... Um, I don't know how much it costs, but all I know is it is bigger than any of the Monsters figures of Kiryu. So, yeah. So, if anyone wants to go, on, anyone wants to go after that, go ahead, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've got one of them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it was all black, so it must have been some, it's like a variant. Yeah, they did a couple of variants. Um, uh, they did a Gigan one as well, actually, a while back as well. That uh, A die-cast Gigan. Yeah, it was the final one, Gigan. Yeah, they did the regular version. Yes, and yes, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they did an alternate version where he had red bits, I guess, uh, where it would have been metal, I guess. But uh, uh, anyways, um, this is what happens when you don't prepare and you forget what other merchandise they have. Oh yeah, a lot of headers, a lot of headers. <laughs> well, they they had them last year. Are they just reissuing them again? I think what happens is they have a lot of stock left <laughs> and they're just trying to clear the warehouse. <laughs> oh man. Like, um, I was watching. So when they were doing the Godzilla, uh, day streams, um, I say streams because for some reason they decided to do the toy stream separate and the, uh, other announcement stream as a separate stream. I think well, that's a very bizarre way of doing things. So, you know, it's like, you have to have both windows open going, oh, God, I hope they don't announce something and I miss it, you know, that sort of thing. Um, there was, like, 10 Hedora figures that they announced, you know, as well the as... The Monster is getting a lot of street cred lately. I mean, I'm not, 
I'm actually surprised of all the creatures, all the monsters that, you know, like could be coming out. Why haven't we seen a recent Fedora film? Exactly. Well, we'll have to show so yeah, much so stuff. Show, so. climate, climate change is so topical right now. Yeah. And we haven't seen Hedora. Oh, dear. Um, I don't know. It depends if Toho want to do it, though. That's the thing, because Toho just doesn't like Godzilla. <laughs> um, I'm joking. Um, yeah, I mean, like, um, what was interesting about that though, was there was also like a, a little documentary in between when they were showing these hetero figures of them actually producing one of these uh, these uh, toys, these uh, vinyl toys and how it's made. And uh, it's very interesting, but um, it kind of dragged me on a bit, if I'm honest, you know. And um, when they were showing off these figures as well, the stream kind of dragged on a bit as well, I guess. Like, uh, there's an eight hour stream, it's yeah, it's like, yes, I we've mean, seen the figure the now, one willingly watching this here. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one was like holding you know anything to your head, corn to your head, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, was I, say. I did zone out, uh, when it, whenever it dragged on, though, I'll just be honest, but uh, whenever something interesting pop up, I'm like, oh, look, but uh, yeah, um. Apart from that, um, we also have Gigabash. So, um, hey. as we yeah, know, um, yeah. So they on Godzilla Day they announced that Godzilla. Well, it was already previously announced, but the, the real trailer pretty much yeah. that uh, we will be getting Godzilla as a uh, DLC character for Gigabash, which you can play on your PC and PlayStation Five or Four. Unfortunately, Connor has an Xbox, so <laughs> no, no Godzilla for me. But, yeah, um... I mean, I I haven't got the game, but I I'll I'll probably pick it up on PS Five at some point when Godzilla DLC comes out. It does yeah. look quite good. It's basically the old destroyer monster melee, isn't it? It's four monsters in a in a city having a fight. I still have my unique kaiju. Yeah. I still have my copy of Destroyer Monsters Melee, and I do occasionally yeah, pick it too. on from time to time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh dear, um, we'll never get a remake of that. Game. Oh, and they also have um, they've also added the level Hollow Earth to the game. Did they? Oh. Yeah. So you can you can now fight as Godzilla in Hollow Earth. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Is, is Tetsuya's Doug available? Oh god. <laughs> Um, I like how that's that's its official name now after that uh, you know internet memory I guess but um, oh dear but hey if anyone wants a dog figure wink wink <laughs> um, anyways um, I think that's about it for like is that it Gone I think the announcements? so maybe all the like relevant announcements I think yeah yeah. Like uh, There's too I, much merch to keep track of. There is, yeah. Well, we're blessed to really have that as a problem now, aren't we? I mean, yeah, we, we really are. We can go on for another hour about the hot sauces, I guess. But <laughs> there are so many hot sauces. Yeah. Oh dear. And none of them are tough enough to take me on. <laughs> I was going to make a hot sauce joke, but um, involving, uh, yeah, that's not. <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, Connor. If nothing else, if nothing else, um, read uh, a Kim Jong Il production um, if you want to learn about the making of Pogasari, as well as pick up uh, Godzilla versus Power Rangers. You know, Hasbro owns Power Rangers. 
they own Transformers. Toho, get on with it, I guess. Yeah. Have they already done that? Yeah. Tri- Godzilla needs to fight Triptychon. Yeah. Trip- yeah. Triptychon, Unicron, just any of the big guys, I guess. <laughs> any of the big guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, not Devastator. Devastator, just, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Paul, nothing else. Um, if nothing else, Crabs is getting a release. It is. It's, it's coming out on the 15th of November. Um, it's, it's exclusive. I think they're doing it only on Apple to begin with. So we saw the film. We all had fun. If you mm-hmm. fancy it, go. You can pre-order it or obviously just wait for it to come out. But by all means, check out Crabs. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, so, so, yeah, recommend giving that a watch. Um, Joe, if nothing else. I just have to say... It feels good in my heart to have someone recommend not one but two books in nothing else, and it wasn't me, and it was before anyone got to me. I'm so proud, so proud. I am, I am encouraging people to read. So good. Um, I, uh, I kind of have like a family sort of. It's not. I don't know if it's kaiju, but we definitely have a large, dangerous, scaly creature that has been anthropomorphized. So I'm going to give it a go, and then I'm going to make a genuine recommendation. So my family and I, we went and saw Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Okay. And everybody came out of that film saying, this was way more fun than Paddington. And it's a lie. I, <laughs> I'm going to upset the UK trends there, but it was a deeply enjoyable film, and uh, we all loved it, so... If you have young children and you want to start indoctrinating them into the large, dangerous, and scaly things cult, um, Lyle Lyle Crocodile is a uh, good way to go. Um, in terms of recommendations on things to check out, I'm going to go ahead and just plug The Land Unknown. Check out the large robotic plesiosaur prop that they had in there, the horribly fake Tyrannosaurus Rex. But overall, it's, it's, it is a fun film, and it was recently re-released in the United Kingdom as a special edition Blu-ray, so you can pick it up mm-hmm. for like under 15 quid at HMV and the like. I, so, I will say, if you like uh, lizards, you probably won't like it. I'll just be honest. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I was yeah. going to say, it is one of those films with uh, sail-backed uh, critters, you know, that they are encouraged to fight and whatnot, but it is an interesting piece of cinema history to uh, to check out um after that i'm going to say again i think we need to stress this is to check out the shorts that we've just talked about during this episode they will only be online for unlimited time if they're following on what happened last year so mm-hmm. give yeah. them a go check them out and then if anything here has interested you in terms of merch buy it now before it goes away <laughs> it'll probably come back next year you you don't you don't want to be like the scalpers the scalpers they'll get you every time yeah uh that's it for me this episode so thank you so much for listening folks and as always keep it kaiju mm-hmm.